people on the planet who we think can do some good. They're bad guys. Exactly. And if anything goes wrong, we blame them. We have built-in deniability. What makes you think you can control them? Welcome to the I Need a Minute podcast by our 10th year Network. We're back on our regular schedule. As you can see, last week we did the Marvel podcast where Andrew Nicardo blew a 3 1 lead. Not going to dwell on that and talk about that too much. Never have been so passionate about this. Yeah, you really were. It's one of our. What if we actually should start a series of this, like the Marvel podcast? <laughs> I was thinking that because they have so much content coming out because they're good at it. You just keep doing it over and over and over again. Titans and, comes out September 6th. Yeah, see, you know what? And then we can talk about that. Like, we can talk about the boys. Like, we could, we could branch out into a whole new podcast. I gotta watch that episode. Yeah, I'm sorry. We could just do uh, production talks on 10th year seniors every single time we podcast yes, sir. john's in puerto rico now is somewhere in orlando Shout out to john. um randy is somewhere with drugs 100 percent, all of the drugs yeah ricardo is watching avengers infinity war trying to pick it apart and andrew and i are here <laughs> um and in this podcast we want to talk to you about big data and how big data impacts your life for a while this topic has kind of been circulating in all of our social media podcasts and because of the way that Big data has impacted all of our lives, and then we saw the that Netflix released the documentary The Great Hack this week, so we thought it was a timely subject to talk about right now. Now, everyone who listens to this, you're listening to this on probably quasi-social media app like SoundCloud or your mm-hmm. podcast app, and that app is telling whoever runs it information and data about you, the things you like, the things you uh, listen to. But if even if you don't do that, if you're hearing this play somewhere else, you have a Facebook, you have an Instagram, you have a Twitter, you have a Tumblr, you have a Pinterest, and all that information is being consumed by those platforms and then sold back to you in, in either the terms of uh, advertisement and the algorithms and the pages that are suggested to you and the friends that they suggest to you. So, Andrew, what is your first take when I sent you this topic and say, hey, in two days, we're going to podcast about big data. Here are the links. Uh, it, 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 I was glad because it's one of those topics where – you know, I'm a, I'm not a big conspiracy theorist. Uh, I think you know that I think that robots are going to kill us eventually. Okay, I was so, just about to say. No, no, but I'm, no, no, but I'm not one of these like moon landing deniers and 9/11 oh, okay, people okay. and you know, Kubiak Sasquatch yeah. is yeah. blah blah blah. You're not storming Area 51. No, I'm not yeah. storming. I don't give a fuck. I know, I know it probably does exist. I know there's probably some shit that we don't know. Like, I'll my ne- thing, why wouldn't just move it to Area 52? It's it's right there. It's right there. It's I feel like right that's what there. they would do. And that, that would be how how great is that punchline? Hey, we saw Rare Fifty One. Yeah, we moved it to fifty two. So yeah. have fun, and that's in Belize. You know what I mean? But um, I do believe the robots are going to kill us. Um, and this is an extension of their plan. Uh, so with that being said, when I when you first introduced it, my first thoughts were, yeah, I cover up my. Laptop uh, camera sometimes. Mm-hmm. I do believe they're watching. But the, my FBI problem... FBI is watching, yeah. Yeah, but my problem with it has always been... Um, uh, what's, what's the name of the guy? Uh, Donald... Uh, not Donald. George Bush's second in command. What's his name? George Bush? George Dick Bush. Dick Cheney. Dick Cheney. Yeah. Dick Cheney had an amazing quote uh, where he said, that what y'all know, what, what you think you know that you think is scary doesn't even cross the line of what I know that is terrifying. 
Mm-hmm. And I love that fucking line because you know. Okay, that's some real like DC villain shit. Right, now. like no real talk because like you know Obama heard some shit. Right, he was like, yeah. So we have these aliens over here. Uh, just keep that on low. And like what? Trump knows. I don't think they told Trump everything. That's my theory. I don't think they told Trump everything. They're like, we can't tell this nigga, but like, yeah, that what's actually what Facebook actually is. Yeah. But um, like I said to you off air, I don't think people care. I think I don't think people care that their privacy is being intruded upon. I don't think they care that their faces are now in like Russian. Like we're laughing at it. We're laughing at mm-hmm. the fact that those old people pictures we were taking. The Russians now have it. Millions of photos of us that they can use for whatever they want. And we let them have it because people don't want to read because fine print is boring. Yeah. It used, like, it used to be a time where fine print was like, Panadol, if taken too much, may cause headaches. Don't take more than eight in a day. I would take eight. Right. And I've taken... I mean, if I had a headache that bad, like, fuck it. You, fuck it. Fuck like, you, science. Like, whatever it takes to get this... I'm like, going to have an ulcer when I'm old. <laughs> that's, that's future Dakari's problem. Are you like me? You're like, hey, I work out, so I don't know. <laughs> body is different. <laughs> my, my liver, my liver processes things at a different speed. I d- did stop taking animal pack because I was like, just take a month off. <laughs> oh, wh- wh- why? No, just take. I feel like it's completely healthy, but I'm just like liver, kidneys. Just take a month off, no drinking, none of that kind of stuff. But you just need but, to. But um, in regards to your thing about, for example, you brought up the face app thing and how everyone kind of gave away yeah. their data, and to we the knew face we were app. doing it. But the a common theme is that you have been giving away your data this entire time. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I think was most impactful about the Great Hack documentary that they brought up is that even if you're someone who believes that they don't share a lot on these social media pro- platforms, that doesn't matter. Because they will uh, scrape the data from your friends who have agreed to, you know, you know they answer a, a question like, which Stark are you from Game of Thrones, right. right? And you'd be like, I hope I get, I hope I get Sansa, I hope I get Sansa. <laughs> and you put in that thing, it connects to your Facebook, that gives that app all of the information, and that's what Cambridge Analytica use to get not only your information uh, and things like where you went to school and how old you are and what are your interests and your likes, but then they got that information for all of your friends. So every time you take one of those relationship quizzes, one of those Avengers quizzes to be like which Avenger you were, Thor, it, then it, all that information just gets fed back to you, uh, fed fed back to them, and then they sell it back to you. They sell it back to you in terms of like like I said, like the kind of advertisements you have, and in terms of things you, the kind of news that you get. Because mm. for me, one of the more impactful things was everyone gets their own version of reality. Mm. So even if you're a person like I said who isn't sharing a lot or updating your status or tweeting, or you think that you're not sharing stories on your Instagram or sharing pictures that are too personal. That still is that information is still being um, still being consumed by those entities because someone else in your orbit is doing it. And even if you think you're not doing it, you're doing it enough. You're giving them enough access. You use you go on random websites online, and as soon as you go on a random website online, it feeds right back into Facebook. That's why you think your phones are listening to you. They're really not. They're just seeing your pattern of the things that mm-hmm. you Google. You Google Crocs, so automatically on the left side of your browser screen, mm-hmm. you're going to see an Crocs. ad for Crocs. Mm-hmm. And I know for you that's very important. What's What's funny about it Crocs, is, I mean. fuck you. What's What's funny about it is it used to freak me out. Like I'm sure you've been in like a Starbucks or some restaurant, 
seeing someone you kind of know, but not really, yeah. not said a word to them. And then you check your Facebook like a couple hours later and they're in your suggested friends. Yeah. It's like, oh, well, this girl, like, I just saw this girl. This is tripping me out. Location like, settings. Look, that's it. And, yeah. and, and they're watching us and they're keeping up to date. But I think in everyone's mind, it's like, well, I'm not a spy. I'm not a criminal. So why am I scared? Like, who gives a fuck? This is cool. I think it's going to come back to bite all of us in the ass but in I the next it, five it or al- ten years. It already has because it can shape how you see reality because – and that's, the way that that's, they're that's, using that's how it affected the election. Yeah, and the way that they're using it for politics is that you just get fed over and over thoughts and opinions. Because if you're what they deem as a persuadable person, you could be fed over and over thoughts and opinions that could push you in one way or the other. And they had an example about the Do So campaign in Trinidad and how uh, during that election they had uh, algorithms and then they had a campaign. Cambridge Analytica did this so that the people who they didn't want to vote would be discouraged to do so by a campaign that seemed apolitical, that seemed that it had mm-hmm. no connection to politics. And watching this happen at Trinidad because it was like the blacks versus the Indians, and then they didn't want the Afro-Caribbean, the black people to vote, so they wanted the Indian people to end up voting, and the Indian uh, party ended up winning the election. That 100... You don't think, like, the PLP... Maybe the PLP or the FNM ran some kind of play like that at some point to see that maybe we could have some kind of tipping point especially in the Bahamas, the way we have, like, our WhatsApp news network, mm. where there's, I would say, probably 30% truth in the things or the stories that get shared that, on WhatsApp. If that. So the way that information gets, like, circulated, and people do then trust the papers, but then even the papers, the Tribune and the Guardian, they have their own biases. They have their own things that influence them to say that they're going to pick up this story, they're going to write this weird, awkward headline. What's scary is they haven't utilized it with us yet. And I think that's going to be a Trump card. You think card. they have it? I don't, I don't think they have. Because social media, I don't think uh, I government. I feel like Perry tried. And then people just that tired of them. Nah. Nah. I don't, I, I don't think the PLP or FNM have, have weaponized social media yet. I think the next election is going to be our social media election. Because we're, we're behind in that regard. But they were already, uh, like Minnesota was already going on talking about fake news and like reiterating right. some of the shit that's Trump wh- used to say. And that's why I say the next election I think is going to be it. Because we've had Fred Mitchell on this podcast. We've had Loretta about a turn on this podcast. I wouldn't, I, you know, I think if this was Trinidad probably at the time, that could have curved the election. But for us, it's kind of like we put that out and people were still like, eh. You know what I mean? Like when Loretta could have gotten, she really tried. She had a social media campaign. She she had a she had a campaign of her own, and she tried. And I Bayman's Bayman's just I know. <laughs> here's a funny quick story. When I used to work to the warehouse at Crystal Palace, there was a guy there. He asked me. Um, he got a laptop for the first time. His first time having a laptop. He asked me to install Facebook on it, and he would pay me. Wow. Let that sink in. He asked me to install Did Facebook he call it on it. Facebook. No, he called it Facebook. Facebook, okay. Now, what was funny was he was like, yeah, but put all put all the Facebook on it. I, I, I want the WhatsApp thing. What you doing? The WhatsApp again. Install that for me, too. And yeah, yeah I said, you want some uh, email? Yeah, man. Let me get some email, too. Yeah, man. Install all that, bro. And I'm looking at him like. Okay. <laughs> no, he. Was he a cocaine? He was definitely a drug dealer. Anyway, that's uh, not the point. Okay. Uh, see, but, this is why he needed the internet. But you'll be shocked to know how many Bahamians. Just treat Facebook for what it is and not for what it is. Mm-hmm. So they treat it like, okay, well, I'm looking at pictures, I'm looking at statuses, I'm making fun of videos. And they don't, you could literally put there 
die niggers, we're gonna kill you in four years. Please click accept. You wanna die in four years? And the average behavior will click yes. I mean, people aren't hidden reading terms and agreements really. Not at all. Even for Apple, for iTunes, South Park did a whole rift on that about how everyone just accept yeah. those terms and agreements all the time yeah. without like little or secondary thought. We don't and care. The, the come back to Facebook, right? Because each Facebook added the like button because mm -hmm. the like button gave them additional data to everything that they had before. Which is so fucked like up. They, they, had, they had pictures, they had everything, they had all of your friends, but in order for them to get more data and see the things that you liked, um, all of these news organizations then started jumping on Facebook and sharing their articles. So then people were like, wait, I don't have to leave this to get the news. Then you add the like, and then you get even more information that you get to see people's personalities. And uh, to like just reading up and doing research for this podcast, when I went, just the idea of them mapping people by their personality, like that rose a red flag to me just because everyone's personality is kind of based on things that either from the from the way they were brought up mm. or from things they consumed in pop culture right mm. so from that time from a pr person who lived in a pre-internet age that's kind of how your personality got developed and then obviously the the things you liked informed it your environment informed it but then as the internet came about and as social media came about if you grew up in a social media era a lot of your personality that you think is your personality is just data being fed back to you right. and you being informed to think that i want to be this kind of person so I have to like and agree with these things. And then a year or two later after doing that, that just becomes who you are. And you believe this is my personality. This is what makes me interesting. But it's just a data set. It's just an algorithm that really, really worked. What's so funny is I just found out that doing it with my porn, it's so fucking hilarious. X and XX.com. I mean, they do that all the time with the porn. I, I, X videos <laughs> especially does that, like, right there. It, it, it's insane how you can collect this data and manipulate people by mistake. Like... Like, they didn't even, X and XX didn't even know, because it's just kind of lends you out to the algorithm uh, mm -hmm. point of view. I'll go to certain types of porn at certain times of the week. My homepage, <laughs> yeah, you know, like. <laughs> you have Wednesday specific porn. You, you, you know, like you're home alone, you're trying to find a good one to really get her going. You know uh -huh. what I mean? Apparently, and not apparently, my homepage will look like your homepage. So my homepage will be all things that I have kind of liked or fucked with before. And your homepage, let's say you log on for the first time, be like, just it'll be their homepage until you start doing shit. Like when I saw there was a history button on Access Access, they were like, hey, this is what you've logged in before. See, let me tell you and something. And I'm like, hold the fuck up. Let me tell you when something. When did porn get here? <laughs> this is how I do. You grew up as a Christian, but not Christian enough. 100%. You didn't go to Sunday school all the time. No. Just because you did not incorporate the incognito tab. <laughs> that you would just be like, oh, the history's just going to see this. going to see all this. <laughs> oh, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> you don't give a fuck. Oh, you can search like, my I'm history. I'm an adult. Like, you're going to get all of this. The, the only time I go into incognito mode is if, like, You've been jerking off like all day and you're like on the third round, so now you need something filthy to get the energy mm. out. You're like, all right, you know what? Dark mode. I don't but then I'm see, about to go into a weird place. Even, even, <laughs> this is even my thing about that, right? Like they fed that to you but just Is it incognito? Of, right. So even the way that porn has developed over the years, right? So before like porn is much rougher now. Mm. The way that it's marketed to people in from ten years ago even. Mm. So at some point, the users themselves were searching for stuff that probably seemed too light yeah, for them exactly. or that didn't exist for them. Mm. The porn community saw that. Someone got the data on it and said, let's give the people what they want. Let's get these right. like, rougher kind of mm -hmm. porn stars, these rougher kind of scenes. The and virgin shit and all that. And right. then a lot of the stuff that you think you like in sex was based on 
maybe you kind of slipping down right. a rabbit hole. Then them seeing that, they're like, oh, a lot of people are looking for this and then creating it back to you. Because mm-hmm. 10 years ago, motherfuckers wasn't talking about eating ass. Now no. everyone on social media has an ass-eating technique. Everyone. And, and, and on top of that, too, I'm, I'm looking at now is there's, like, a lot of incest porn now where, like, like you know, back in our day, mm-hmm. like, you, da- you had to download your porn. Like, you had clips. Like, you had, like, files. Like, a yes. c- couple hundred megabyte files of porn. a legend. No, listen. So is Rocco. Uh, uh, Belladonna. People yeah. like that. Like, yeah. da 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 now you can just log on and stream it. Here's the thing. That, there's this one point I used to watch. It was called, at the time, it was called Redhead Threesome. And that was the name of it. Now online, it's called uh, Mummy and Daddy Fuck Daughter. Because someone has a, lo- a huge mummy, daddy, daughter fetish. And it's a huge thing on, in porn now, like mm-hmm. mummy, daddy, incest shit. Mm-hmm. Because they took the analytics and said, okay, people keep typing into the shit. Mummy, that they won't see the shit. The same with the virgin shit. Them girls ain't virgins. They only fucking period. But they're like, yo, some, a bunch of niggas won't see whatever. Black porn has taken off. Mm-hmm. Like, black porn is the biggest thing now. They're like, wait, these niggas love black porn. So now there's a huge call for it because of analytics, because of the, the you know, like, porn is, see, porn is seen so trivial. But my point is, if they're doing this with porn, Imagine the human experiment they're doing with us on Facebook. They're doing it for everything. Like how I brought up that Facebook started and put in the likes, right? So then mm. every social media copied them after that and mm. instituted the like button. Mm. And now there's news that Instagram is going to take away the like button. So Which I don't think is good. It's Instagram who, um, for, for example, like doesn't want porn on their platform. But they're completely fine with like multiple ass shots and like barely porn. And right. Fucking power, yeah, keep doing that, Instagram. Like, applaud you for it, for those women who make money doing that shit. Mm. Great job. I mean, if I could not go work at the bank and do that all day, like, fuck it. I would shit. do it. I would do it. So, yeah. to to come back to, to the idea that Instagram is going to take away likes, and I feel that, like, my belief is that Instagram is doing this, and I think this is not, like, some kind of unique belief, everyone's saying this, that Instagram is doing this in order to take power away from the person producing the product, and so if you want data from Instagram, which is the most popular social media now, you have to go directly to them and buy that information mm. to them. You can't just go to someone and be like, how many likes did you have on this page? How many likes uh, do you have for this? What are your analytics? Instagram is going to hoard all of that because the data is the most important thing. But what I read today is that what like younger kids are doing now in order because they want their own analytics, they're turning their pages to business profile. So when like Kaizen's 14 years serious? old, he's going to have his Instagram page is going to have a business profile so he can see everyone who viewed his page, everyone who saw his content, because now data is becoming important, as important to the consumer and to the product, the person, as it is to the company, to the platform. Well, Black Mirror called us with the episode with um, Bryce Dallas Howard, mm-hmm. where she was, um, where your likes determine your status determine your credit determine who you were as a person because we may not see we, we may not see it now but there's a reason why there's a joke like that that, that joke someone said where they said uh some of these girls don't look like 600 likes in in 10 minutes mm-hmm. and you're like holy shit like you're determining this girl's worth based on the likes she got in the amount of time that she got it and I, i'm a victim of that too like if i put up a meme it took me a while to like get because my page has become a meme page on Instagram by on purpose. Because you was like, but just open up your page, make it a meme page. Like, fuck, mm-hmm. let's just do it. And I I have deleted posts. I put up like memes that didn't hit 
like five hours, I got like three likes. I was like, oh shit, okay, mm-hmm. people must see it like this. And I myself like had to look at myself and be like, holy shit, what the fuck am I doing? Like, yeah. why am I deleting this post just because it only got three likes? Like, and I know people, and I judge. Like, I saw someone, a mutual friend of ours, is doing something special, and she put up a post about it. And after like three hours, she got like seven likes. And I was like, oh, yeah, this could fucking fail. You ain't going to do shit. Like, no one on your fucking run. I was judging this girl just based on that. So it's turned us in. It's like, it's like Facebook has become a human experiment on just how fickle we can be. I see it on Ben Shapiro's page. Ben Shapiro has a cycle of just posts, of just, like, it's AOC. And they just recycle and recycle and redo and redo. Just say we bump posts and stuff like that. But it does change the narrative because now you have people leaning more towards hating, for example, the squad. You have a bunch of Republicans now who hate the squad because they see, keep seeing They're the, the posts. Nancy Pelosi. Right, mm-hmm. because they keep seeing the posts. Mm-hmm. You can change the way people think. I know people think that they're, oh, you can't change my mind. Yeah, I can. Your entire, I everything can. you believe, us sitting here on this podcast with all right, it's been shaped by yep. a lot of what mm-hmm. we see. Mm-hmm. And I think that the first part is that for you to have to acknowledge that. And even talking about your meme page, for example, right? So how they would get everyone's data, even though you don't post on Instagram, like where you are, you you are mm. famous for doing this. But I think that, you know, how they would get your information by the kind of captions that you would have. Right. Like by the kind of captions or the memes that you choose to create, mm. then they have some kind of graph of your personality and be like, this person likes this kind of thing. Oh, this guy's really into Wu-Tang. Mm. Look at this post that like this post mm. here. Like this is what his beliefs on marriage and relationships are based on all these things, because to your mind, like it seems like innocuous and just a me and page, but they can break down your whole personality by that because they do it for people who just like certain memes. Like if you go back into your posts you liked and you look at the memes that you like, those also say something about you. Mm-hmm. And the posts that you end up liking say something about you because you went through the trouble of where a site that has billions and trillions of pictures on it to like that one, to mm-hmm. double tap that one, to choose to follow that one. You went to the explore page and all the explore pages them running their algorithm saying, oh, you might like that shit. You know, I know during free agency, all my Explore page, Kawhi Leonard basketball. (laughs) (laughs) It's all I was looking for. (laughs) I I didn't even watch porn during that time period. Where the fuck is Kawhi going? (laughs) This doesn't make any sense. The fucked up thing about it is, like, I'm even seeing it on YouTube. Like, I'll just start. YouTube is one of the biggest ones for it. Oh, Jesus. That's the whole you go down a YouTube rabbit hole is yep. them feeding you the algorithm that yep. you told them that you like. Yep. Like, I'll I'll type a letter. Like, like yesterday, uh, we like, last time we were, we were home drinking, getting ready, to, re- getting ready to push go out. And I wanted to hear that Danny Lee song, Baby. Mm-hmm. So I literally typed in D-A. And I was like, Danny Lee, Baby. I was like, oh. Shit, how did it know? But and then you think of all the other famous artists all who were DA, DA. And, and like, I'm like, there's no way she's number one. <laughs> there's no way Danny Lee is like no. the number one thing. And and like it just it it is it, a combination of remembering and knowing. Here's my question to you: Had they used it for good? Had Zuckerberg and whoever owns Instagram and Tumblr had they used it for good? What good could we have gotten out of these algorithms think, and analytics? I think to some extent they have used it for good. And I think that, like, even though we're talking about it and we could criticize it, I don't even think we're criticizing. We're just, like, kind of no, speaking no, no. about it. Is that they have used it for good. If you, especially here, right? Like, there's a Bahamas Eats, mm. which is a new app, which is a, it's something just like Uber Eats mm. and Grubhub, mm. that kind of stuff. That is based on data and analytics. People have said, uh, 
are, are used in America to see people like this kind of food. We can get this kind of food to this person and this amount of time. Mm -hmm. And this is the cost that we should cost it out to based on what gas is, based on what the price of the food is, mm -hmm. based on what we have to charge for a delivery fee. So all of that uses the analytics in it. Anytime you use like your way or you use Google Maps or you use uh, Waze, that is just a bunch of people allowing their location to be tracked so they can trap roads and, and data. Right now in the Bahamas, you can use Google Maps to get somewhere. You couldn't do that shit five, no. seven years ago. No. And that is just them just feeding off from the analytics. So there, of course, there are benefits from it. When they had um, the the uh, revolutions in the, in the Middle East mm. and you had people sharing information through Twitter, through Facebook. And yeah, it looked like a positive thing, but like anything that's positive it could ultimately turn negative at some point like there's going to mm -hmm. be some kind of cost or benefit i remember uh i told this to you guys last year like i was eating so much avocado banana and spinach i was like oh i'm healthy as fuck mm -hmm. go to a doctor be like oh your potassium's a little high <laughs> you can't do that. so no matter how good something is you can have something that fucks you up that like at some point it could be poisonous for you and i think we passed a tipping point to where most people now want to be poisonous because the people running it now there's so much money in it for Facebook, for example. It makes sense, honestly, to for them to sell the data this way, yeah. for them to become a data company. I'm not, I'm not mad at it, and it's and it's distracting because, you know, back in the day, back in like our parents' day, they would just attack you. It'd be like, okay, cool, I need this information. They have to do an investigation. Now, Facebook was like, hey, just be social, talk to people, put up a status, yeah, put they pictures. encourage you to and, post things, and it was innocent. And then now it's become, okay, well, cool. Yo, I need information on this, right-leaning this, left-leaning that. Who's into pedophilia? Who's into this? Who are the proud boys? Da, 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 da. Every, every, like, I'm in like four Facebook pages, groups, hip-hop discussions, R&B discussions, and those are secret groups, but those are being added. Like, it's just so much now, but we're just distracted by pictures. And it's so hilarious to me. We're distracted by stupid videos and pictures. and like, Meanwhile, Mark Zuckerberg, who, the optics of him, I think that changes things too. Because he doesn't look like Putin, because he doesn't look like Trump, and if we give him a pass. He looks like a good old American boy, right. like that kind of shit. Because he looks like a, a good guy that we've been fed into with your mm -hmm. Ferris Bueller's Day Off or your Tom Hanks. Mark Zuckerberg looks innocent. He looks like Spider-Man. That's PR. Yeah, that's all PR. Put his when, face up there, and he looks scary. His eyes are red because he's upset about that he's been lying to us. Of, you know what I mean? He went in front of Congress, You're right? And he <laughs> had that whole spiel. And then you look at other Mark Zuckerberg videos, and one of the ones where he was like first confronted on this whole data issue. Right? There's a video on YouTube of him breaking out in a sweat and having to take off the jacket. And there's sweat mm -hmm. stains on his shirt because it's like in his mind, it's like, oh fuck, I got caught. Yeah. Like, how do you think you get a company like that that doesn't have really and the beginning didn't really have a, a model on how they're going to mm -hmm. do things or how they're going to make money for it because the data was the most important thing. And they always knew that. So then yeah. when they found a way to quantify it, to monetize it, then they go public and then they make more and mm -hmm. more and more money. And then the valuation seems to be like correct. And then they buy WhatsApp and then they buy Instagram. Mm -hmm. And then we're off and running. And Twitter is like when they the bought WhatsApp, I knew it was downhill. But I, I think well. like you said that we're distracted by pictures. And I don't think it's just the pictures. I think it's also the ideas, too. Because the statuses and the captions yeah. and the tweets are yeah. all the same thing as the pictures. And like when people try to separate those things, I think that's when you get in trouble and you take your eye off the ball and into believing that your data is like kind of private or your data mm. is 
is different. And when the you brought it up at the beginning of the podcast, the face app thing, mm. when a new story, New York Post made a story. And this is the thing about this shit, right? Like New York Post will make a story and then other news, um, other news stations, other newspapers and blogs and stuff will pick it up. And then people will share just the headline saying Russians are stealing your data. You've already given everyone your data. Mm. So like you doing that and giving them your taking a, a selfie and them making it look old and you saying that, oh, now they have my data. Do you think that when you took your <laughs> selfie or your profile picture or someone else took your picture and then they put it up, that you do, you're not in some kind of facial recognition database already? Yeah. Every time I go travel, especially to the States, not especially when I travel to the States and they like look at their computer, in my mind, they're not even looking at my criminal record. They're looking at like, okay, he didn't say anything about Trump. He hasn't done anything like suspect. Like, okay, he's good to go. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, I really do think that they take note of these things. This is why I, I don't even comment on Ben Shapiro's page. Like, Anymore. <laughs> and like, not, not as often, no. I'm like, <laughs> they watching this shit. And then it's getting scary now because you see Mitch McConnell just mm-hmm. fucking blocked those two bills that would have helped them with, like, cybersecurity mm-hmm. with the next election and things like that. And I'm like, nigga. Like, y'all just, bla- they, like, they carry on like menace them. They're, like, just doing blatant shit, like, yeah, well, what are you going to do? So, let's talk about that, because we talked about the distractions, right? Mm. How there is always something to consume all the time. Yeah. And Netflix and Amazon and all the streaming um, platforms, every weekend, there is something. So, like, mm-hmm. say you work your job all week, and you're, like, you have your job, and then your friends and your social obligations mm. you're dealing with all week. So, then the weekend comes. And every weekend comes, and then there is some kind of new thing that they will do. Or they, they will feed you, again, based on mm-hmm. an algorithm. Cause, like, an algorithm, I think we've said this word a lot. But it's just, all it is is just, like, instructions to problem solve. Mm. So it's just that, oh, you like A, then we'll give you more of A. Right. Oh, you like A and B, we will give you both. Oh, you only like B, we'll just give it, you B. And then it that's, notices that's all pa- it is. It, it, like, like it, notices pat- it, it notices patterns, tracks it, and then adjusts accordingly to right. fit so then your... When Netflix gets like. that data, they can say... Okay, you like Stranger Things? We'll give you more sci-fi based shows. Right. And not only will they, not only are they just making it, now they'll put it at the top of your Netflix. And now, oh, you like that actress? Now that actress who's in that show, she's the main person mm-hmm. on the front page of it, right? right? Instead of this other actor. And there was a, a Crash Course had a um, a YouTube video about this where they 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 use strange, not Stranger Things. Um, they use a different – oh, they use Goodwill Hunting for for their example. Mm-hmm. So they said if you thought it was – if you're more into romance movies, it'll give you a picture of Matt Damon and the girl he's mm-hmm. in a relationship with in that movie. But if you drifted more towards comedy in your Netflix, for the exact same movie, the picture on is just Goodwill Hunting and Robert Williams. Mm-hmm. So you will click on it anyway because you like that actor. You associate, it, associate him with comedy and then the other picture just with romance. That d- seems like a kind of simple thing, but – that's scary that they know that much information about yep. you and they know all of that. So every time, even the different Netflix, um, Netflix, because obviously anyone who has an account, there are five people connected to your account at any time. They're on multiple yes. screens. Yes. So sometimes I like to go into other people's account to like not fuck up I the algorithm to not do that. I was. Going I know you there. do that with now. <laughs> I do that because, uh, well, all of us are. I hope you watch all Chinese cartoons on now. Oh, listen, I know now goes through his Netflix like, what the fuck? It's like RuPaul's Drag Race, anime, mm-hmm. and comic shit. And then little, like, old movies peppered in. And uh, I was showing someone the other day. I was like, they're like, why are you always going now on Netflix? I was like, come over here. Let me show you the Kairi's Netflix. The Kairi's Netflix doesn't understand me. 
Now's Netflix knows me. Yeah. So on the guy's Netflix is like blah 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 blah. And I'm like, see this Netflix. He yeah, he, 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 he he. I watch documentaries and shit. Nah, we ain't on that. No. Now now when I want something new to watch, that's what I go on your Netflix and be like, all right, let me see something new. Mm-hmm. Which is so fucked up because if I log on to a streaming app, it should show me new shit of everything all the time and let you make the choice and let me make the decision but we are not making any choices we're not making any choices anymore now it's like it's telling me hey you was watching anime yesterday and RuPaul so now we have this show named Pose and also another anime for you to watch based on these two things that you watch fuck you you know know what I'm saying people have been like but you watch this no that didn't even come up on my Netflix I didn't even know that existed Oh well, I came up on mine because they fucking learn a new nigga. Even for 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 us, right? So we have a podcast. We want to talk about pop culture stuff. There's a ton of shit I haven't watched. All the stuff that I watch, and I was like, "Hey, Andrew, you should watch this." Is based on me thinking that I know what you exactly. would be into. Because there are other shows that I would think like, "Oh, Andrew wouldn't be into this," but I'll just watch this when like, you, silently. When you texted the group yesterday, you was like, uh, "The boys." Uh, oh, what is it, my show? The boys. The, the boys. boys. You're like, "Yeah, the boys." Since something DC should have done. Like, immediately your mind goes to, okay. You and Ricardo. Right. No one else. Exactly. No one else. So I was like, ah, this is people in superhero. Like, I'm not going to tell Olivia, like, yo, you should watch your boys. No, you're not going to be in it. No, you're going to think it's weird. Yeah, right. she won't give a fuck. So, even to us, so this, this is my thing. So, even for people who are being fed uh, information from the algorithm, and, like, all of it is, tends to end up being a false choice. And people make up in their mind the kind of person who they want to be before. Mm. And I see this so often online that they think that they're this cool, hip, innovative person because that's who that's what the data told them that they should mm-hmm. be. That's what the data told you at this age. You should mm-hmm. be into this kind of shit. That you should be hip on these things. That you should have the le- these kind of political opinions. And mm-hmm. you should be this open or this conservative. And it just gets fed back to them and it's a, like a feedback loop and if you understand how to play the feedback loop you then know how to make money from it well the thing about it is what's what what facebook is doing especially and i keep using facebook because I, I feel like instagram is a little bit more harmless no i feel no i feel why like do you think so? no the reason why the reason why i think this because i, think, I feel like they it's kind of one-sided so it's like he, they hearted really? this they hearted that they hearted this they hearted, and they're watching your searches i get that with facebook they have so much more information because people will vent people will go on a ben shapiro page and put i wish they had killed insert person that you probably shouldn't kill here like the comments about yeah, michelle but, obama okay. like i my response to that is that facebook is ca- like kind of for the olds so it's like older people doing it but they want information for example if they want information on people between 18 and 35 Twitter. You go to Twitter and you go to Instagram mm-hmm. and then you get that information. But Twitter and people are still people are still commenting on posts. People are still writing captions. And then it I think it, it makes their job kinda easier just based on the follows, who you follow, who you like and that kind of thing. And then them getting information that way. But I feel like it's easier to get information from Twitter than Instagram, because with Instagram you have to post a picture. The only thing you can do is post a picture with the caption. Like something or search, and that's that's enough for them. I feel like that's but enough with Twitter because they can map your personality just based off of those things. With Twitter, I think go you into your it, Instagram you and your likes, it. and I feel like you could like how much Freddie gives shit you like. Oh like, my god, last, all of it! In like the last I, forty-eight hours, this is what I'm saying. So like you think not, because you're not <laughs> writing a paragraph about it that it's not saying something about you, but it is though. Now I now I have noticed that, for example, you, you made the comment about Randy's IG post. Is certain IG stories. I just wouldn't read. I hope it's still up there. You know what I mean? I looked. Fuck. Right. In certain IG stories, Instagram will send me first. Randy, Freddie Gibbs, 
this this guy named West Side Gun, who's a rapper that I follow, yeah. and like one or two gals, you know, Dee Dee. I, I I get Dee Dee's shit yeah. firsthand. Like, I, so like you like Dee Dee break, <sighs> fucking Dee Dee fine, but anyway, Dee Dee fucking fine, but wait, anyway, um, what the fuck she's doing on that boat? Why she did the video with her changing clothes in the car? Anyway, let's go. Who asked for that? Let's go. No one Who asked for that? Like, you knew Instagram. You, what the fuck? You knew what she was doing. Put my phone Anyway. Um, <laughs> did he find me? Anyway, Instagram will literally tell me, hey, I know you want CDs. Fuck off. Watch f- watch, watch these Instagram stories. Yeah. So people will be like, well, did you see average guy, normal person in Nassau Instagram story? No. And I, I'm looking for it, but they posted it more recently than the Freddie Gibbs shit. Yeah. And the Freddie Gibbs shit happened like eight hours ago. Their shit happened 10 minutes ago, but it's at the back of the line because Instagram was like, no. But I feel like with Twitter, because you can be personal, because you can tweet, I don't like Donald Trump. He's doing a bad job. And you can put a hashtag attached to that. You really can't do it with Instagram. You just add a picture. It's, it's a bit more, it's... It's more to do to get to the point where but Twitter then, just gets to the point. For example, you saw with Instagram, people then, this happened years ago, then started um, taking pictures of people's tweets and then sharing it right. and then that becoming part of a meme. So then that became its own thing in of itself. And like, yeah, it's, it's more work, but then what Instagram, I feel, does it in that case is kind of filter out a lot of the noise that you mm. might hear and kind of like drills it down. Right. There's, a re- there's a reason that they wanted to buy both of them and that they like went so hard at Instagram and that they, that it's the one that they want to take the likes away from because they, they believe that that information is so valuable that they should be the ones who have it and not you, not the person who is posting. And I'll, like, oh, no, just give it to us. And I'll be honest. There's a point, uh, there's a point that you made that I don't, I don't think people realize when Facebook bought WhatsApp, I was like, Oh, look at this greed. And then when they bought this and that there, I was like, look at this greed. Not everything is greed. Some things are opportunity, mm-hmm. and we didn't see it. Like, when they bought WhatsApp, I was like, well, I don't care. And then, and then right after they bought WhatsApp, it was like, all your messages will be encrypted, so don't worry about it. Like, you know, no one's going to access this shit. Really, nigga? No. Local authorities can't access it. Local government can't access it. You're trying to tell me Mark Zuckerberg can't pull up what I said last year, could. September 14th. At of fucking 9 a.m. Like, the, the whole yeah. memories thing is them running a test on all the stuff to be exactly. like, hey, look at the kind of person who you was in 2010. And, the fuck and you up. look at that and cringe. Yeah. Then, like, I looked at it, for example, it gave me a memory yesterday, of July July 27th, I think, 2000 and 2018. And it was a story you wrote about how hot it was in Nassau. Right, 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 right. right and right. my caption was, don't let this distract you from DC France. <laughs> I don't, so upset but it was so they, timely because we just like, did the podcast. podcast. I was like, holy shit. I was like, see, I've always been this way. You know what was funny? I did the BEC article, mm-hmm. and the next day it came up in my memories that and Shawnee had been like, oh, Andrew, Andrew's bars, da, da, da. I was like, holy shit. Like, I j- I, it was the same time last year. Yeah. Holy fuck. Like, there, it's a pattern to things. So, so even I think that because we're being deluged with so much information, part of, is part of this to sh- short-circuit our brains. So we yeah. forget quicker the things that happen, and then, like, we only have a, a memory window sometimes mm-hmm. of six to nine months. And, like, you confuse yourself, or you fool yourself into thinking, like, I have an amazing memory. I remember everything right. that happened in blah, 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 days from high school. I know all of this. But do you really, like, do you really authentically exactly. remember it the way you remember a week ago? That's like that Louis There's C- a limit to a human memory. And, I mean, Zuckerberg will fix that. That's like that Louis C.K. joke where he was like, um, 
Maybe say he was talking to his friend. And he was like, "Oh yeah, that that guy's gay," and the guy was like, "Oh, did he suck your dick?" He's like, "No." He was like, "Did you see him with the man?" He's like, "No." I just remember him being gay. He was like, "Well, he's not gay." He's like, "Oh, well, in my mind, I just remember him being gay." Like it, it's amazing. <laughs> and like, he was like, "That's and, that, and that's the joke." He was like, "In my mind, I just remember this dude being a huge homosexual, and apparently he's not. Apparently, this dude is like just perfectly heterosexual." But your he mind will tell you most of NASA, <laughs> right? Like. I sometimes like y'all have corrected me on things. Remember the the correction y'all had to make of me where I was like, uh, we was watching some game somewhere and I was like, Yeah, we watched it by John and y'all were like, No, we didn't. I was yeah. like, Yeah, the Game of Thrones. I was like, Yeah, we watched yeah. Game of Thrones, uh when Cersei did X Y Z. I was like, I was away. <laughs> and you were like, No, I was away and I was like, We didn't watch it together? I, I had a full memory. Mandela effect. It's fucked up. Yeah. So you know, I, I think listen, it's here's, here's another question I have for you. Is it scary? Or like is it, like is it like is it running out to be like okay is it scary because in my mind it's like well the government and the U.S. and Intel and Russia has been doing some semblance of this forever yeah okay. there's always been versions of this it's just that this, this is, version of it works incredibly well this is why it's scarier right because all of this information they have they can make you more docile. And they can make the whole of society more docile. And they have all of this information to you. And you can think that you're part of a resistance or this movement or this yeah. kind of independent person. Independent person. But all they've done is just put you in another box, which will like which you think will grow as some kind of movement and not harm them. Like the way that you, we could look back on the Obama election is more so just keeping consistent with what we deem as the mm. status quo. And when Trump got elected, like we were told that this would turn into some kind of apocalyptic hellscape. Mm. And it hasn't so far yet, knock on wood, right? But so to that point, it could be like, you could think that you're being like this whole radical and subverting what people think you should be like when you're a Trump person. Be like, I just like the way he talks. I just like, or... He's a good businessman. Yeah, like, right. So you think like you're that kind of person. So Democrats now are going to be pinned to the, oh, are you going to vote for... Um, Joe Biden, who's more the establishment, or Kamala Harris, or you're going to go with Buttigieg, or mm. you're going to go with Beto because you like actors to be president, mm. like that kind of thing. So that's where I think it's dangerous. And when people like Putin know that they can, when you, it, it makes it easier for someone who is a authoritarian, wow, I fucked that up, or, or who's a dictator <laughs> and, who, and who want to. It's a tumor. It's a tumor So like it makes it it makes it easier for them to then to then control the population. So it'll make it easier if let's say Minis, for example, figured out how to do this correctly. Mm-hmm. It would make it, I think, very easy in the Bahamas to like shift people in either way. Like you know like the basis points of things that Bahamians won't accept mm-hmm. and you know how you can edge them to to another point. There was a point where numbers wasn't acceptable to the Bahamas. There mm. were marches. There was a referendum. And then it failed. And then they just passed it. And now everyone's carrying on as is, as if that didn't mm. happen. Uh, there are no riots in the streets. There's no one protesting. Because they knew, okay, there are people are only going to do so much to it. And to that point when we were talking about um, governments being in control. So there's this, the, the new front for this might be, um, bio data mm. so you know like with 23andme people can put in um you can go check your ancestry and mm. see that oh shit i'm black i'm from africa wait which one mm. okay so for for other people a government could then go to those companies and get the data because there was a serial killer in california mm. who 
he was a serial killer for a very long time. He remained, no one caught him. And then his relatives just went to 23andMe and they got their blood tested and then they got the results and then the FBI went in and be like, let's just see. They asked 23andMe to go over their whole database because they'd been trying to catch this guy. They find his family members and through that they find him. So they had his bio data that way, right? So I said to say this, like, of course, and in, in the legislation, it says for violent crimes. Mm. It says for violent. So they can't do that for, like, money laundering or something like mm. that, right? So, if, But so if you're killing someone or if you're murdering or terrorism or kidnapping someone, that can be – then they can go to those um, data banks and get you. But at some point, who is going to stop them or who is acting as the check or the regulator in that point to stop any government from doing that? The American government has everyone who goes into America. They have your fingerprint information because mm. you go in you, and then they have a picture of your face mm. like right away. Right. So at some point, suppose they then say, OK, then we want like a prick on your finger to just extract your blood. They're asking for your social media. They're going to get that for behaviors to get new visas for people applying for visas in the States. So where is the line? And I think that that's the thing that and, and this goes into how they're feeding us all of this new um all these new things to consume, these TV shows, these new pictures, these new ideas, all this stuff to consume that your memory then gets to the six to nine month window. At some point, it's going to keep progressing and progressing. And we won't even think this is the line. We won't think this is too far. There'll be something else that we're going to say that, okay, now that's too far. And we're laughing at a conundrum because, you know, I sit here, I hear what you're saying. And my first thought is, well, the government should step in. But how much of a nightmare would it be if the government stepped in? Because... Like, 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 we're lucky for the fact that niggas at least have to pay for the information. We're lucky for the fact that Facebook, Instagram, all these are private entities owned by private businesses. They're, they're bringing whatever money, da, da 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 If government steps in, then we're really trivializing mm-hmm. our privacy. We're really trivializing our information. But in the same vein, this pale-faced white motherfucker could, could sell to the highest bidder at which point we was like we, we have some like James Bond scenario of like oh well it, it just it it's it's a conundrum because I can't live without social media because I've had it too long mm-hmm. and I don't care that they're collecting my information because like everybody else I'm thinking to myself I'm not a spy I'm or, not a criminal wait, I'm not hurting anyone or are you also thinking that I want my algorithm to be better right to give me better yeah. things that I want I want like, I want y'all. Show me better shit. I on want my more Wu Tang. I want more anime. I want more shit that I fuck with. I want I more big from, booty girls. From Instagram. The thing that people complained about was that oh, they fucked up the algorithm because they're not showing it in chronological order. Right, they just give right, me what right. they think I want. Right. But if the algorithm was just better, people wouldn't even give a fuck about the chronological order of it. And it, again, I'm 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 torn because at this point, coming back to my initial point, the robots win. At this mm. point, the robots win. At, at, at this point, I, I saw... Because they would have so much data on so, everyone. And if a robot existed... Babies have Instagram pages. Babies. Babies have pages. Babies. Like, kids. Like, I know mothers who think, oh, I control his Instagram. Do you? Do you really? Because that nigga's probably searching the darkest shit in the world and has found a way to, like, do something. Like, it's just... Kid- I just want to describe because this made me think of a scene from years and years, this um, British show where there's this politician on stage and she is talking about um, how how this data and how social media is so prevalent, so important. And then she plays a porn clip in the middle of a debate and says that this is in the hand of every child. Every single child has Mm -hmm. access to this Mm -hmm. and you can't stop it. 
because you think you could put some kind of restriction on the phone. That kid could Google how to take that yep. off in two 100%. seconds. And Google, who their algorithm, <laughs> will then tell them, put the best things at the top so, of the page, so, 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 so and the, then they'll figure it out. So that's my question to you. Have we gone too far? Have we gone too far? I always thought we'd gone too I I, I, I thought we'd gone too far with Messenger. Like, with, with MSN Messenger, I was like, this is too much. Let me tell you something. And, yeah. and now we have, like, WhatsApp in our phones. We communicate. It's the only way. Like, I, mommy called me yesterday. I was like, I'll just, I'll just text you because I don't know. Yeah. And we just text back about my mother. You know what I mean? So my question is, have, is it too much information now? Are we learning too much? I want to end it on, on with that, the scene ended, what I was just um, referring to from years and years. So she pulls out this pen, and she presses the button, and it turns off everyone's phone. It's basically like a small-range oh. EMP, mm. similar to uh, a DC movie, Batman. That's what they did in uh, The yes, Dark Knight. The Dark Knight, yeah. when Bruce Wayne comes That's out of fine. the car, all of these... People are taking pictures of him, and he just presses his button, and it just shuts everything off. It's almost like sonar, Mr. Wayne. Yes. Classic line. DC. Titans comes out to Temple 6. So. So. <laughs> God bless y'all. I know. I is good. Oh, man. You know, you know, you know. <laughs> like, suppose we then have areas where that is just dead like where you because I've, I've went to like a no phone party in the states before where you put your phone in this plastic lock plastic bag and then place it in a locker you could go check it anytime but for if you're in the party you don't have your phone right mm -hmm. so at some point so what if teachers then have that have those little devices where you go into a classroom and then they press a button and then it's off but then you know what comes back into this what happens to like the panic of school shooting even though exactly. statistically it's not like it's not a, rele a relevant thing, but statistically, parents don't give a fuck. Parents no. care about the safety of their kids. Right. So have we gone too far? I don't know. I can't say that we have gone too far yet because I still think that we're in a space where we could acknowledge this and try to find a way forward uh, because we can't negate the good things that have come about because of all these different technologies and because of data mining and then at some point machine learning and all this stuff and all the algorithms are going to learn can eventually lead to us having um, self-driving cars and then everyone's going to love that shit and then it's going to lead to us having AI so it's like what price are we willing to pay I think it's too late I think it's too late I think I think I think yeah it's it's too late and it was too late I didn't realize but it was too late in the MSN messenger days it was too late then how much information did they collect off just Messenger and uh, Yahoo you, you chat? You changing like, your status to some song lyric that you think this girl who you like was going to read, and then well, she ain't even read it. Yeah, and, and again... Not your again. When... <laughs> go wave. When you're in my position and you are, fool, you are foolishly thinking that you're safe because you don't do anything wrong and you're not doing anything and you don't post on... I don't put up pictures of where I go in. I don't put up location on XYZ. You'll be a fool to think it's still not tracking you. I think what they just found out that... Google was still tracking people's locations, even if your location wasn't on. Like, it, it, like it's a wrap. It just is what it is. Like, the only question will be how much of the information the robots will use to destroy us, and how much Putin will use to fucking change the election and put oh, Trump back in office next year, which he will. Trump will be in office next year. He will win this, all because of information. This was uplifting. Yeah, we're gonna die. We're gonna die. Uh, see, I know y'all want to hear us argue about Marvel and DC again. Yeah, that's the much more fun. <laughs> movie, yeah. Balance, balance. Per perfectly balanced the way everything should be. But <laughs> you were such a dick. <laughs>
You are such a fucking dick. Okay, this has been the I Need a Minute Podcast. Thank you for listening. Stay well. Timothy. Timothy.